It is another week. This is Andrew Wood, joined as always by pastor and friend Jason Hayes. And boy, do we have stuff to talk about today. Hello! Man, am, oh man, oh I am, man. I am fired up. We missed last week. And there's, there's just and been there's so been much news. Stuff to talk about. So much news. Stuff, stuff, um, that has nothing to do with, uh, you know, the nation, just us. Yes, no, yes, no, no, we no. are. <laughs> now, you know, here's the thing. I'm we, gonna, we always do have some personal antidotes. Sure, yeah, uh, I was just know, on stories, yeah. things of that sort, but there is a lot going on. Let, let me just give a quick, a quick rundown. Now, we're not going to go deep into all these things. Okay. But I want to give a quick rundown on the news that has happened since we've been on air last. Yes. Okay. And it's not been that long. And this is just off the top of my head, so please fill in whatever needs to be filled in. Okay. Okay. So we have uh, a loan forgiveness, student loan forgiveness. Correct. Uh, which, you know, some would argue is, is unconstitutional. Some would argue it's the greatest thing ever. Uh, up I, uh, to ten thousand dollars if you if you got a Pell Grant could be up to twelve thousand uh, dollars forgiven or wiped away or as you uh, know on Sunday I do I, know. Um, I I was preaching and I just referenced something related to college yep it, it had literally nothing yep, to do with yep. loan forgiveness but it did gotcha. and immediately it stirred something in my yeah. thoughts and I almost said something I actually voiced yeah. oh I'm, I'm not going to say yeah. that and I just retracted. and it probably would have been well received. <laughs> I don't know. There was a Probably lot of college so. students in there Probably so. uh, on yeah, Sunday. Exactly. But but you have you have that. You have uh, the the court did release the affidavit in the Marlago uh, case. A, a lot but of I mean, it, it, I see. it is literally pieces of paper with black lines through it. Correct. Uh, minus a, maybe a paragraph or two. They even redacted the portions that were arguing why we need to redact. So. <laughs> So we, which is interesting. It's not overly helpful. And so we, we got that information. Uh, we learned that, uh, we have Fauci, uh, we have Fauci's gonna, oh, re- no, sorry, not retiring, but, he says, uh, stepping aside. Yeah. I mean, he, uh, he argues he should receive a sainthood. Uh, I'm kidding. Stop. He doesn't, <laughs> he, he, he really probably believes that. But, <laughs> but as we, uh, DeSantis also said, he should, I'm not gonna say, he should be thrown across the Potomac River. <laughs> That's, uh, not in it, just across it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, cause we yeah. wouldn't support that. Of course fashion. not. And no, that's what no I thought. No people, violence. people were saying that was a violent comment and somebody wrote, no, he was just saying he should be thrown across it, not in it. Like a divide. I, <laughs> like just put, like put a body of water between yeah. us and him. Yeah. yeah. And so let's see. Then we had, uh, Mark Zuckerberg on the Joe Rogan show. Openly said, which I thought was interesting. Yeah, the FBI told us not to run the Hunter Biden laptop story during the election, and so we kind of suppressed it for uh, for for the time. Didn't say exactly that, but but he basically said we were given information that said to us, "Hey, there's a lot of misinformation that's being floated around that's Russian propaganda." Sure, they did not say. It's this particular situation. They just assumed it was. But they just assumed this is the big thing that yeah. hit that would possibly be Russian propaganda. And then propaganda. I thought it was funny. He also said, so Rogan was like, so so you you didn't allow people to share it. He said, oh, no, no, we allow people to share it. You just couldn't see it. We just changed the algorithm, <laughs> so, so basically it went it went dark. Yeah, yeah. So, so everybody, every... Which is, in his defense, as he even said... Was better than what Twitter Well, that did. is true. Twitter was like blocking people and locking <laughs> people out of their accounts. Which is very interesting. What's the guy's name? Is it Jack Dorsey? Jack Dorsey, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, former CEO of yep. Twitter, 
Uh, and then Mark Zuckerberg, whatever he is, a meta, meta yeah, Facebook, you know. yeah. And, and so, uh, both of them basically saying they have regrets about sure. how their companies handled it. Um, and, and I actually quasi appreciated, I mean, and, and I appreciate quite a few things that he says, yeah. you know, but with Rogan, and not everything. To be very clear. <laughs> yeah, let's receive, make that a very, very before clear. Before I receive a bunch of emails, yeah, yeah. I, I, in no fashion, uh, endorsing sure. anything or whatever it may be. But I did, you know, I mean, his statement, he was almost, I wouldn't say sympathetic, but it was, I mean, wh- what do you do when the FBI calls you and right. says you need to be on guard? There's propaganda that's coming through. You know, like it's, it's kind of easy to think, well, this is the, this is the yeah. case with this. And so, you know, do we need to, to be careful with that? Do we not? I mean, I, again, I, I'm yeah, not- the, the part that's tough for me is there's, there's, uh, there's big accounts that have millions of followers that say I'm being shadow banned. And when right. I see that, I'm like, I mean, yeah, you, you have millions of followers and, and, 10 likes on a post, right. it kind of makes sense. But then you have like normal people who don't have a lot of followers who like, I'm being shadow banned and I'm being targeted. You're like, no, and no I'm like, no, no, you may not you be. Just, uh, no one's interested in what but, you're saying. Yeah. But that interview right. gives them credibility That's of, yeah. hold on. Now I shared a story and I knew it. I knew it. I knew the reason why nobody was interacting with me is because I was being shadow banned. And now they have actual proof. Yeah. Because the man himself, Zuckerberg, is like, yeah, we were, you know. Well, so now they're saying we need to bring him in front of some kind of committee in uh, D.C. And, okay, nothing will happen with that. Um, but I will say the, the interesting thing about Rogan's podcast, it is the number one show. Yeah. Regardless of category. Because he gets the big interviews. He does a different and format. He than does most. three up to three format. hours right. where he literally asks everything, and he does have like a photographic memory. And so if he has read anything, he's able to quickly bring it up. And and what because it's long form. Where if you if you watch the late night or or the you know primetime shows on Fox, CNN, sure. MSNBC, it's not long form. So they're just kind of hitting real fast. Rogan allows these folks to either make themselves look really good. Or to, or to step in it all over it. Yes, correct. Uh, around and around and around and around. Oh, we're continue to and, step in it. And, yeah. and so, uh, it's really interesting, but yeah, I saw, you know, on Twitter, uh, last week, that was the thing Rogan interviewed and then it went all over Twitter. Sure. It was like, this just in, Zuckerberg admits. And I was like, oh, so oh boy. what else is it? I'm trying to think what else. Well, is another happening. one was there, you know, if you go back to the laptop story of Hunter Biden, there was also a story that there was a diary of Ashley Biden, uh, Joe Biden's daughter. Now, there's been there was there was rumor that that diary was was stolen and was trying to be sold to different publications. Which no one's diary should be stolen. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, did they not watch Saved exactly, by the Bell back exactly. in the day? Exactly. And Never. and do you not have a little lock on it <laughs> as well? And so. I mean, I think that's important. That you wear the key around your heart. I mean, that nobody your, could your, ever on open your necklace. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And so, so a lot of conservatives have just kind of like, "Hey, we're not going to touch this because sure. it's who knows? It's yeah. not real." Well, just last week, two people were literally prosecuted, and they pled guilty to stealing her diary Good and grief. and trying to sell it to a publication. And so now the the 
the things that were said in in that diary that were released periodically that some people were like, eh, it's probably not true. Well, now they're going, well, clearly it's true. They just like convicted two people. Right. right. And so, man, it just it just keeps happening. Well, then if you look at and I'm going to talk about I'll talk about this uh, on my hope show this week. If you want to listen to, to my full comments on it, Yelp has come out and they put a, a tag on every pregnancy center in the country. Right. Uh, pretty much calling them fake clinics, non-medical. Google is now saying if you do a generic search for abortion, we're only going to put abortion clinics, no pregnancy centers or anything like that. Google Maps is going to start tagging, even if you just put our address in. And so all this thing, all this is happening within a week. Yeah. And so it's, it's like, crazy. well, goodness. And UT football starts Saturday. No, Thursday. Thursday. Even Thir- tomorrow. My goodness. Tomorrow. My goodness. Yes. I can't even keep up. I know. It's crazy. And, and the post office side door at my dad's church wasn't <laughs> locked this past Sunday. <laughs> And who knows who could come in? So we, so we, we always, uh, for, for our, uh, you know, newer listeners, um, I'm Jason, this is Andrew, yeah. um, but we, uh, we talk often about Andrew's father, uh, which we love. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but always yeah. as we come into the studio, Andrew's getting off the phone in a conversation every with single his time. Yeah. Every single day. And, uh, and today, today, and so was, usually I get a little snippet of like, yeah. what's going on with dad, you know? Yeah. And, uh, today it was, and so when you said the post office side door, yeah, I was like, so does the church, like, are they running a post office through the it's church? It's a small town, but it's, it's not small that small. Town, but the post office is right next <laughs> to the church. Literally right next to the so church. So it is the side door that is near the post office yeah. is not getting locked. And, and my so dad is very concerned. About my dad safety. has been arguing for a security committee for years. Yes. Uh, and it's not happening and he's not happy about it. He's met with the preacher. He's met with the deacons. He's met with everybody. Uh, he's called his friends. Doesn't seem unreasonable just to lock the door though. That's what he says. He would, you would be on, he would be on your side, well, Jason. Well, thank you. That's good. As simple as locking the door. So I also need to let, let you know that in addition to all of this, I had a moment that, that, that I will say I have there's there's few times in recent days and and I don't want this to sound like I'm I'm being too serious here yeah. okay but there was a moment so Sunday evening it appears based on a couple things that popped into news headlines because again I'm not really on social media sure that there were the MTV yes. Video Awards. Apparently, that's a still a thing. Video Awards? VMAs. VMAs. Video Music so Awards. So it was a, okay, one. I didn't like, know that was still a thing. Yeah, exactly. Like, shoot me back 25 exactly. years type stuff. TRL. And, yes, exactly. I mean, like, way back there. So one, didn't even know they existed anymore. Didn't really even know MTV existed anymore. Uh, and certainly don't know if they actually play music and videos. Cause right. When you and I were even growing up, they no longer were barely doing that. Okay. I think it's pretty much ridiculousness now by okay. Rob Deerdick. That's it. Okay, fair yeah. enough. And so one of the articles, uh, articles sure, is, quote is, is, is very loose expression, but it, it had a picture of someone's outfit. Okay? Oh, yeah. And it was like fashion at the MTV mm, Music Awards. I bet I know BMAs. what you're talking about. And I, I saw the same and article. I flipped through maybe 10 or 12 pictures. Yeah. And here's what I know, okay? Mm-hmm. One, in addition to the outfits were the most ridiculous thing sure. I've ever seen. Of I course. Mean, I, clearly, I'm out of touch. Yep. But also, 
I had not heard of any of those people. Yep. Like legitimately, like not maybe like Taylor Swift was like sure. one. Okay? okay. But outside of that, on uh, if it's twelve <laughs> pictures, eleven out of twelve. It wasn't that I just couldn't like think, oh, you know, I don't know one of their songs or I've not seen that video or something. No, I had never, ever heard yeah. their name. And so I have this moment today that I'm either really, really proud, which I feel like I'm proud. Yes. But I'm also just acknowledging, man, I'm. We've I'm, reached that I, level. I'm, I'm old and I don't care about any of that and I'm okay with it. Yeah, Get we, off my lawn. Get off my lawn. We've definitely reached that level because my parents, you know, I, growing up, I would listen to music and my parents would be like, and never heard of that. Right. And, uh, and now I'm there. Of course, the difference is in the Woodhouse, it's country music or worship music. Yep. And so my kids know country music. Not a lot of that featured at the MTV. I don't think so. I don't, I don't think so. And so it, it, but I say embrace it. Embrace the, uh, as we enter into this new phase of life. Okay. Old man phase. Embrace everything that comes. Do we with have it. to go that far? Yes. Can we just be middle? Yes. No. Nope. Feel like we're. Just I think middle age makes me cringe even more. Okay. I'd much rather just be old, tenured, than middle age because when I feel like if I'm going to call myself middle aged, then there's a midlife crisis. Like there's yeah. these like things I'm that come along like with I'm that. I'm supposed to go and and buy a sports car yeah. that I have no business driving. No one ever yeah. said about a 75 year old man. Oh come on. You're, you're holding on. They, they look at a 75 year old man and go, yeah, that's where I want to be. And so I'm, I'm all for embracing it. I thought it was interesting. Speaking of 75 year old, of course, the president's older than that, but he was in a meeting the other day with some pro abortion ad activists and they were, you know, telling him what he needs to do. And one lady was just talking absolute utter nonsense. And even, even the president was like, the look on his face. I was like, what are, what are we doing? Somebody here? tweeted, they were like, we're all the president right now. <laughs> because it's like, this is utter nonsense, but I gotta be respectful. But the look on my face says, you're crazy. You're a crazy person. And why am I here? And I was like, that's the goal. I want to be the, the, the old man in the room going, why am I here right now? What is going on here? And what are Everybody you saying? Crazy. Everybody's crazy. Oh man, I mean, we'll be back. So as we continue the conversation today, one of the news stories that has kind of populated the headlines, and and I'll I'll say that it hasn't gotten the full on support that I frankly thought it would. I've seen headlines from even left leaning uh, folks and and pretty pretty big Democrats online as well as pretty big Republicans online. Across the board saying this isn't great, the, the tuition forgiveness or whatever they want, canceling right. of debt, which they've talked about for years. Uh, and they're still not doing, they're not getting rid of it all. It's right. up to $10,000 if you have Pell Grants. There still have to be something, I mean, it has to get through. I mean, here's the thing. Constitutionally, the, the ones that handle the purse is the Congress, not right. the president. And so doing this by executive order, if you look back just a few months ago, Nancy Pelosi is having a press conference and says, the president does not have the authority or power to do this. And then fast forward to where we are now, and apparently the president thinks he has the power, 
And, and you know, some could argue, hey, we're getting to midterms. This is a, a way to do it. My problem is, I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of issues, but if I'm Joe Manchin, okay, so Joe Manchin is the Democrat out of West Virginia that is the very, you know, there's not many kind of middle of the road right. folks left. Yep. And he is, you know, he, he stands strong. He sure. thinks there should I mean, that, be, that's, that's his he thinks that's what yeah. he's always been. And he's always said, look, I didn't change. This is how I've always been. Right. And there's very few that are like that. But he got talked into supporting this uh, Inflation Reduction Act, which has turned out to be more of a climate, you know, now they're not even talking about the inflation reduction. But ultimately, they said over a certain time period, this is going to save us $300 billion, roughly $300 billion. It's going to decrease the deficit, blah, blah, blah. And Joe Manchin, who's fought and fought, didn't want to do it, and finally was like, okay, I think this is a good direction, and he voted for it. So... $300 billion is what it's going to save. The cost of this tuition forgiveness, which the press secretary the other day said, we don't really know because we're going to see, have to wait and see how many people actually opt in to get the forgiveness of the loans. But they're, they're thinking it's going to be around $300 billion. So if I'm Manchin, I'm going, oh, so the $300 billion we were saving, we're now immediately spending on this. And then you got you, you as factor. Well as you think about all the labor that is involved in. Oh my God! I mean, think of the, well, they're about to hire eighty-seven thousand yeah. IRS agents. So, <laughs> that, that's but, true. But but as we as we look at this, you you have, you know, we were talking off air. Like I, if you have a student loan and and the government has said we're going to forgive it, by all means, you know, good you, for you. you that, it's like if the you. bank called me today and said, hey, we're going to forgive your. Your home loan. I'm not going to go. Well, I mean, I agree. You're like, yeah. I'm going to say, awesome. Where do I sign? Correct. Yeah. Uh, and so, but I also understand there are folks that paid off their loans, have been working their hind ends off, or like you had like a work study program yeah. where you got you got tuition assistance, or or you decided, and or, or there are some people out there that are like, look, I I, I got into that Ivy League. But family can't afford it. I'm going to go in because I live in Tennessee. Yeah. I'm going to go two years at community college for free. I'm going to go to a local four year because of the Hope Scholarship and the Lottery Scholarship. And I'm going to end up with little to no debt when it's all said and done. And so you made those choices. And then other folks made some other choices. And, and it's almost as if they're being incentivized and, and rewarded and you're not. Right. And so I do understand the folks that are out there like, I, you know, because my wife and I, we paid ours off. Sure. Yeah. And um, and and the, I was talking to my mom the other day about well, it. Well, and for me, like I made, I'm one of those guys. Like I made exactly school decisions yep. based Same. on the debt load that I was either going to face or not face. Same. And I went to community college for two years, right. specifically because of cost. I transferred yep. from a private school. In back into the University of Tennessee, which I end up loving, have a great experience. Sure, you know, but I a piece of that was because you know I I decided, hey, financially, this is not the wisest choice yeah. for me. And 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 so there's there's a lot that to unpack there, but my fear is that they're they're arguing that this is going to help low income folks. My argument is. The ones that it's going to help the most are not in that camp. They're more middle to upper class. They they went to very uh, what one would call good schools. 
<clears throat> and, and so because the reality is, in, I used to work at the University of Tennessee. I know how this works. If you were low income, you got a lot of your tuition paid for. Right. And if you're in the state of Tennessee, again, two years community college at no cost. And if you keep your GPA where it needs to be, you get the lottery scholarship. You can go to a four-year in-state and come out with little to no debt. And, and so you, you have all these factors, and it, it seems as if no one really thought through like how, to, how it unfolds. Well, there is the, <clears throat> the question. I mean, you know, it continues to be asked in various press conferences, but wh- where is all this money coming from? You know, I mean, yeah. I think that honest answer is from our grandchildren's yeah, and great grandchildren. You know, I mean, they're gonna they're going to face it uh, because it, it's got to, you know, it's got to come well, from uh, national debt. And here's the thing: if you if you decided, hey, I'm gonna go pick up a trade, I'm gonna go be an apprentice, I'm gonna become a plumber, I'm gonna become electrician, uh, construction worker, whatever that may be, whatever it is. Or I'm, I didn't do that, but I went on and kind of made my own way, became an entrepreneur. If you're like my dad and you milk cows, you're a farmer, you're, you're fill in the blank. I can understand those folks going, why am I paying for your gender studies degree yep. when I'm doing, like, that ain't up to me. Right. I didn't go to college. And, 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 you know, I made this choice and I did this or did that. And so I do understand at, when our country is so divided already and then you throw this in there you have people going man well hold hold on because the the numbers that i've seen is it's going to cost everybody roughly two thousand dollars in taxes and so if you're if you're like my dad who did go to college but didn't finish right but again that you know it was that was a long time ago and he's like i'm milking cows now and i'm living my life why should i you know, my dad would probably say, I didn't pay for my kids' college. <laughs> Why am I going to pay for yours? <laughs> and so and so there's these, like, I understand the animosity that may come, right or wrong. Right. I certainly understand it. And, again, we understand. Listen, uh, you know, if, if you're a person that, like, hey, I, you know, I've been working hard and I've been trying to, you know, try to push off, uh, you know, that debt as best. Uh, again, I don't say push off, like try sure. to work it down. Yeah. As best you can, all of a sudden you're like, hey man, like I, I've been able to drop this thing down to next to nothing or completely, you know, wipe it away. Good for you. I mean, you yeah. know, I, like we're not mad at it. No, I don't, I don't, uh, you don't in, take in terms it. Of that, yeah, I just think it is, it is understandably really hard for those that have, I mean, all that I've ever known, truly all that I have ever known is, is debt is something to be careful with. You yep. know, I mean, I, you know, I, I think, I mean, heck, we have a, we have a home mortgage and we pay it off effectively and efficiently. And we, so, so I'm not afraid of debt, you yeah. know, but it's something to, uh, it's something to, to be really careful with and cautious with and to be really attentive to. And, and so the idea that they're like, I, I really committed to pay off any type of academic debt that I had and then for the idea that possibly someone else has not. And again, it's not everybody. There's plenty of people that have been working hard at it. They're like, man, thank you, thank you, thank you. But the idea that someone who is nearly at the verge of defaulting on it because they've just chosen to live a lifestyle that doesn't make sense for for their income or someone who's being reckless with their resources yep. – and and for them to possibly be able to have that debt just wiped away 
for whatever reason we've deemed, uh, yeah. as you said, maybe as a political. Well, because sometimes, you know, you have loan forgiveness, like, like I lead a nonprofit. I have a staff member that has been going through the process of if you work at a nonprofit for X amount of years, you can get loan forgiveness. Right. For, to me, there's an incentive. Right. I, I go get a job or like, you know, there's teachers out there that if you get a scholarship and as long as you work in the state for three years, you get it forgiven or something to that effect. Or you work in a certain but it's school not just system. A yeah, and so so I understand there's or hey, I serve there's people that are like, I joined the military in order to get my school paid for. Right. I went and fought in wars and I could have just not done that and then, you know, in twenty twenty two I could have gotten my loans forgiven. Like I again, I understand the animosity, but when we come back, what I want to do instead of because I don't want people to feel like we're attacking you for no, student loans. No, Look, I had student loans, paid it, and I'm not bitter. It's whatever. But but what I want to talk about when we come back is something that I think isn't getting enough uh, press or attention, and that is tuition cost when we Ooh. look at it over the years. Yep. And it's yeah, we're going to talk about it when we come back. So we were we were talking about Oh I do like that. That is a good one. That's uh what is that? That's Tom Cruise risky business, right, when he comes sliding in. Uh, which I will say I haven't seen the movie Risky Business, but I watched Saved by the Bell where Saved by where Zach acted like Tom Cruise yes. at a party that he was having at his house and he slid in while this song's playing, playing the broom. And so Screech and everybody. So when I hear this song, I think Saved by the tells you our age. It does. Versus Risky does. Business. But what we were talking about before the break was student loans. And, and look, you know, we could. We're not know, bad at anybody. No, you, you, uh, if, if somebody says uh, your, your loan is forgiven, uh, who am I to tell you not to say yes to that? Right. Now, there are some people that are going to say, well, out of principle, okay. Right. If that's you, then, you know, whatever. And then they would need to have made sure they did not. Ever. They did not receive the. Uh, any any uh, kind of forgiven. What was the COVID? Uh, well, well, now, I will say the PPP is a little bit different because the government said, You're, we're going to close your business. That's true. And this is, a, you know. But but I, I do think that, again, whoever holds the loan can forgive it at any time. Right. Whether we like it or not. Sure. Um, and, and the interesting thing about student loans, too, is if you file bankruptcy, you know, your, your debts are forgiven, your credit goes down and all that. And, and, but student loan is not involved in that. Did you know that? Yes. So if yes, you file bankruptcy, you're going to have that student loan until you die. Correct. And so that's an, to me, I would much prefer the government go, hey, we're going to tweak some things there. But I would also like them to tweak a little bit of this. College tuition <laughs> inflation averaged 4.63% annually from 2010 to 2020. The cost of tuition at a public four-year, now public, not private, at a public four-year institution increased 31.4% from 2010 to 2020. So College tuition at four-year public institutions increased 31.4% in 10 years. Now, listen to this. After adjusting for currency inflation, college tuition has increased 747% since 1963. 
So I can understand younger folks going, hey, so when you went to school, it was like 500 bucks a year. <laughs> we go to school and it's 30 grand a year. Yeah. Hush. Yeah. If my loan's going to get forgiven, it's yeah. going to get forgiven. And, 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 and I get that. And I look at you and kind of tip my hat and I'm like, ah. Yeah, um, I yeah. get that. Yeah. And so it's just the same thing where, <laughs> where at times you hear an older generation say, buy you a house. Work in the work that job and retire and you'll be fine. And then a younger generation going, when you bought a house, it was fifteen thousand dollars. Right. Now the, the a three hundred thousand dollar home is almost unheard and, of. And and when I went to college, uh, I was getting educated for a job that was going to likely be available. Yeah. And a job that was actually going to pay me more than what I was exactly. having to pay to go to college. And now that's not the case. Correct. And, and so, look, it's a messy, messy process that, that unfortunately I feel like some politicians have just like pulled the pin on a grenade and threw it out into the society and said, we're going to forgive loans and now y'all deal with it. <laughs> and, and it's, that's what we're, that's yeah. where we're at. And, and so I even saw an, an interview where, where uh, somebody asked this education, educational pundit, policy want type person. So what about those that saved up, paid off their loans? Y'all are going to do nothing for them. And the guy said, that's correct. <laughs> and I was like, you could have gave a bet. I mean, I appreciate the being succinct there, but you, you yeah. could have done a little bit better. You could have said, you know, we're, we're so appreciative of Are We're looking into it. We're, we'll explore those yeah. options and see if there's future you know benefits yeah. that we can provide nope and then it's like if you look back back when elizabeth warren was running for president uh there was a man that approached her at an event and he said <clears throat> you're wanting to get rid of all student loans what about me that i, I saved and we scraped by and, and you know i made a way for my kids to go to college and my neighbor who made more money than me blew all his money and now his loans are going to be forgiven and and i did the right thing he in his estimation, did the wrong thing. Right. And, and, and Elizabeth, broad sure, yeah, That's absolutely. This is anecdotal. Right. Yeah, this, sure. You know, he's just saying his, sure. his neighbor's probably not even a real person. <laughs> and so, yeah. but he, he was saying this and Elizabeth Warren starts laughing and he goes, you're laughing at me. And no, sir. And he's like, yes, you are. And I was like, oh, this is like, yeah. you know, red meat for politicians. Yes, correct. And, uh, and it's messy. I know. It's messy. And, and look, here's the, uh, the sad truth is it's just going to, once again, it's another issue that's pitting the populace against each other. So I feel like we, we've kind of beat the dead horse. We now, as, as a pastor, Jason, yes. how, do we, how do we walk through this? Even we were talking to Bob Bell when, when we came in about kind of checking our heart on things. And because it does bring about some anger and frustration and, and where we point that anger and frustration. And so... You know, we call this show Between Sundays for a reason, because we're trying to live between the Sundays with all the news that, that's just constantly coming out. How do we walk through this? Because yeah. there's people that were in church Sunday sure, that are getting their loans forgiven. Sure. And then there's people in church Sunday that are mad because the person next to them, whether they know it or not, is getting their loan forgiven. Sure. And so how do we walk through that? Yeah. <clears throat> yes. Yeah, I know. All right, we're going to go to break. Yeah, no, I'm joking. Thanks. No, I'm joking. No, I, I, I think, for me again, I think it's it does come back to one. Every person's situation is different, um, but secondly, also, you know, we we have to be mindful that 
that the enemy really does want to steal, kill, and destroy. Absolutely. And uh, the enemy really does want to divide uh, and and you know create any type of chaos among not just believers but among just the general populace. And so I think for me, I look at this and I I, I think you know listen I, I can voice things that I see as concerning. Uh, I think I can voice things that I see as potentially harmful to our nation. But at the end of the day, like I'm probably not going to go too far down the path just simply because it it eats at me a little bit. You know what I mean? Like in terms of right. well, what 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 about me? What about, you know? Like listen, I, I mean I've I've had to have the very real conversation with my children. Life is not always fair, and things are going to happen, and things that are going to be done that you just don't really understand, and you can't figure out the logic. And you can either allow it to define you and you can allow it to kind of rock your world or you can plug along, you can speak your piece, you can do it with wisdom and with tact and in the appropriate situation, but you don't allow it just to wreck your life and you don't allow it to completely steal your soul and you don't allow it to detour you away from things that are far more important. And listen, I don't want to imply that $10,000 isn't a lot of money. It's a lot of money, you know. With that said, sure. For some, they're dealing with forty and fifty and sixty and seventy and eighty thousand dollars of debt, and they're not getting all of it taken away. You know, they're dealing with ten thousand dollars up to twenty thousand dollars of debt that could be potentially, um, you know, taken away. And for me, it just goes back to this piece of of what matters most. And what what are the things that are more important in in an eternal kingdom. I mean, this is this is what even Jesus did. I mean, you know, it, it's this big question about kings and kingdoms, and and even about uh, you know who, whose name is on that coin uh, or whose face is on that coin. You know, basically Jesus asked this question, and it's like, listen, that kingdom is not the one I speak of. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just not. And and so for me, yeah, like I, I, it can be irritating. But I'm not going to allow it to be something that's going to divide me among a bunch of people or people that I care about or people that I love. I'm not going to allow that to happen. I'm not going to allow it to destroy my day. I'm not going to allow it to, to, um, you know, to, 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 to get me off course on things that are far more important. That's just the best way that I know how to handle it. Yeah, it's just a, uh, it's tough, man. You know, we, we watch this and, uh, yeah, I was even I was talking to my dad earlier and I was like, uh, I need to stop because I had a like I had a dream last night that was me at a at an event. And there was a, a congressman speaking at the event that I have serious issues with. I'm dreaming about it. Yeah, and he asked if anybody had questions. and I raised my hand and I went after it. And so uh, I was like, what is how I woke up? and I was like, what is happening to me that my dreams are now filled with these yeah. This animosity, uh, and that's not healthy, clearly. I mean, I can't control my dreams, yeah. but clearly it's on my mind. You right. know? And, and so these are, these are things that it's a fine, it's a fine line. Because and this we, is so where the Holy Spirit has to right, help us. Because for, there, there's, it's not black and white for us. There are certainly yeah. times okay. where we have to engage. Right. And like engage hard and, right. and, and say hard things and speak truth and, and not run away from that. Uh, but there is a time where it, we, it can become obsessive. Yep. 
And and it just with the way the news comes out nowadays, it is never ending. I was in Phoenix last week and, and the, the trigger law was going into effect in Tennessee. And so I got uh, WBR and, and uh, WVLT reaching out. And so I was doing interviews with them and, and even from Phoenix. And I'm and, and then I was seeing some other news coming out about abortion and things. And, and I'm I, look, that's that's an issue we need to engage in and, and, and go after. But even at times, I still need to take a breath and go, OK, this can't consume all that is me. Right. Um, and, and so it is it is very difficult. And, and with the way kind of our uh, media apparatus is set up right now, it just throws gasoline or like I said earlier, it's like they pull the pin on the grenade, throw it out. Then they go do their go live their life while we all just argue and bicker on social right. media and in person and at rallies and at protests. And and it's just uh, never ending. And so we, we have to, at some point, recognize, okay, we're, we're gospel people, we do engage, but what is our ultimate end goal? What is the ultimate goal? And, and so, um, so, yeah, I would, just, I would just say, from our perspective, we get it, folks. <laughs> we, we know you're frustrated. Really from both sides. And yeah. From both sides. We know you're frustrated, you're angry, you're happy right now, and you don't really want to tell people you're happy yeah. because, hey, at least I don't have to pay that anymore. Uh, I get it. I completely get it. Uh, let's just be in prayer for our country and our society and where we are. We'll be back. Can we sing a Huey Lewis song on a Sunday morning? Is that... Um, I know it shouldn't bring the type of peace to me that it does bring to me, but my goodness. It would be hard to fit it in, I think. It... Uh, uh, Man, every we time ended, I hear it. We ended, uh, you know, this past Sunday with a big, you know, kind of anthemic, holy, 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 which yeah, was awesome, good. you know. And we could have just like right when everyone thought we were dismissing. Yeah. You know, we did the benediction like right there at the end. Mm-hmm. We could have just kicked into Huey Lewis. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, I think it would have oh, been. Oh, my word. All right. So far less important. Yes. But really, but really, really important. important. And maybe more important. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, so the Vols. Yeah. Tomorrow night. Uh, Thursday night. Yeah. Uh, so I need a record prediction mm. for the season. Like, are we thinking... It was So 12-game regular season, yeah, yeah. basically. So are are you thinking seven and five, mm. eight and four, six and six, nine and three? What are you thinking? I'm... I think our offense will be top five in the country, and I mainly and there, look, there's data to support that. This coach, sure. this coach, uh, what does your dad call him? Heifel. Heifel. Uh, <laughs> coach Heifel is, um, he's been like that everywhere he's everywhere he's gone. Right. Um, and and so and look, we just saw Northwestern beat Nebraska in Ireland, which uh, super it's weird. It's weird that yeah. they were playing in Ireland. Yeah. Uh, why wouldn't Notre Dame yeah, play there? Yeah, the Fighting Irish. Because nothing screams Catholicism <laughs> like uh, a bunch of uh, drunk redheads. Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah, uh, but but I'll I'll say that uh, I'm going to say ten and two. Oh, boy. I'm going big, man. Wow. Yeah, I think I think our offense. I think Hinton Hooker is going to play out of his mind. I think he's got the confidence that he's needed. 
Um, I heard where they were attempting to run ten more plays per see, year. That's insane. I'm sorry, per game. It's this cr- year. How, how? I mean, think about the pace how? of that. Like their goal is to increase it another ten plays. Now, per now game. here's the here's the that's hard on your defense. Though. Okay, before I ask my question, let's. What's your prediction? I'm for going. The year? I'm going. Uh, I, I'm like at uh, like eight and a half. Okay. So I'm like so. Pro- I'll, I'll go nine and three. Okay. That's what I'll say. And then and then ten and three with a bowl game. That's your thought. Yeah, I would love that. Yeah, that would be great. That's a win. That'd oh, be huge. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. But but my the interesting thing to me. If they're adding 10 plays, are the refs going to do anything about the fake injuries? That we Because you know that's going to be the thing. We're right. going to get the momentum going. We're going to be hurry up. And then Lane Kiffin's going to tell his boys to lay down. Correct. Uh, or any coach. That's what yes. they're going to do. And, and it should and be look, noted that Tennessee has done that as well. I, uh, look, I don't blame them right. because it's a loophole and right. it's a way to get you some time. I don't blame you for doing it. You're playing within the rules of the game. But we have to do something about it. Now they had this discussion at the yeah, SEC but I don't know. Deal, but I don't think they actually came away because with a result. Because here's the did hard they? the hard part as an official is the one time you throw a flag, and then they're really hurt. Yeah, I, yeah. That's the that's the hard. They're like who you know, and the officials are probably going. Well, you want me to judge whether they're really hurt well, or and not? You start getting into major liability. So what you're doing yeah. is you're incentivizing kids who are hurt to stay on to the field. St- exactly. And when you talk about all the world of concussions and everything yeah. else, you can't. And so do I, that, I do you know? get it, but but there's it's just awful convenient for right. these guys to get cramps. Uh, I'd just be standing up. And then look over to the sideline and fall down. Fall it down. is really convenient. Yeah. And uh, and so that's what I'm going to start doing on the show. Yeah. <laughs> when you don't want to answer any, a at question. At any point, yeah. like when you start going and you like, you know, I mean, you just, you're so smart and you, you, you know, you just got such insight on mm. all of these things. And I often, I don't, <laughs> I'm just along for the ride and you kind of look over to me. Yep. I'm just going to immediately go horse. Yeah. Uh, <coughs> yeah. I get it. I get it. It's not a bad play. Not a bad play. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's when usually. I don't know if the cramp would really accomplish That's what happens anything. to me. Sometimes I get, I, I get, uh, I get going in a certain direction and I feel like, okay, I can't pull this back. <laughs> and then I'll go, hey, Dave, there's something else in my ears. We're going to have to reshoot that. Yeah, and uh, and usually that's because I'm like I went. Uh, the I only went thing a, the only thing that was in your ears was your conscience. Yeah, I will say saying, I like, was. Hey, you've gone down an empty yeah, road. Yeah, I was at being interviewed the other day by a reporter, and we were doing it via Zoom, and I started uh, going to a place. I was like, I don't know if this is where I, I probably should. It wasn't live, and then I heard people in the background talking, and I just went, Hey, I'm hearing other things in my headphones. And she was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm going to go to another room. And I thought, good, now I have time to really Shoo! think through what I need to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was great. It's perfect. That is, that's, that's where bad. That's where when you, when you record things, it really gives you that freedom. You know, when you do it live, yeah. who knows what you may say. You ever been in a conversation where you just are like, hey, I'm just dumping all of this on you. Uh, yeah. And I wish yeah. I could pull it it's back. It's called every Sunday yeah. for me. Thank you yeah. very much. Every Sunday. Like, uh, I actually had a moment this past Sunday, and you know, you've, yeah. you used to do so much public speaking, where you start thinking about yeah. it. And yeah, when yeah. you start thinking about it, you get in your own head a little bit. Yeah, for sure. Like, you kind of like, how are the words coming out so cleanly? Because, yeah. you know, you, you yeah. almost start thinking about the process. I used to, to kick back hey, out of I that. used to read obituaries on the radio. 
And, and I would literally get done and not have a clue. I couldn't tell you anything about it. You right. just get in a, yeah. And I mean, I'm thinking about everything just, and I'm hoping that I got it right. Who knows? Speaking of hoping we got it right. Yeah. Maybe just maybe <laughs> yeah. this show. We'll try better. Talk to we'll you next time. We'll try more next week. <laughs>